The Gladstone Podcast is brought to you by twitter.com forward slash pithpith. That's P-I-T-H-P-I-F-T-H. If you want to support the show, head on over there and give us a follow. It means the absolute world to me. It really does. I love it. I love seeing those reviews. I love seeing the little stars. They light up and they twinkle. They don't twinkle so much. They're actually pretty They're pretty static images, but they're cute, and I like them, and I want to see more of them. Uh, five stars, four stars, whatever you got, we'll take. It's uh, just It helps out so much. You guys don't even know. Uh, also, Google Play Store. I don't know if we're on the Google Play Store yet. We should be on the Google Play Store by now. I submitted it to them God knows how long ago, so let's just hope. But that being said, let's just go ahead and jump right into the episode. Woo! All right. All right. All right, folks, you know me. I I am a man of science, and I I, I just have to be totally honest, be totally upfront with you. I am so excited today. I am just literally bouncing off the walls. Okay, not literally bouncing off the walls, because the room is sort of small, and the walls are covered in uh, the little foamy stuff, (laughs) and I'd probably damage it if I bounced off them. But... If you hadn't noticed, I sound a little bit better this week. Well, gee, Joe, what's going on? Why do you sound so much better? What is this silky, smooth, just luscious sound pouring into my ear holes? Why is that? Well, let me tell you. I have gotten access to a legitimate recording studio. That's right, I'm not a hack. Well, that's not true, I'm still a hack, but now I'm a hack with equipment and a studio and a computer. Oh my god, look at this. There is this huge ass mixer, mixer, (laughs) I'm really excited, okay? There's a huge ass mixer in front of me. I don't even know what half the dials do yet, and I'm super excited to find out. Uh, It's actually not even plugged in yet. Uh, I'm actually working bare bones with the tools that have been provided me in this studio, uh, just, just because I didn't have time. Uh, I, I was running short on time. I had, I had to get a show out and frankly, I couldn't wait. All I wanted to do was sit down and record with this fantastic new equipment, like quality mics and headsets and oh, it's so cool. And I don't even know what to do, but I'm super excited. I really want to live stream from this place. I'm My head is just darting around the room trying to take it all in. <laughs> it is so amazing. I am so excited. Uh, just because of that, it might be a shorter show today. Uh, I actually... Uh, I didn't actually do any prep for this show. Um, I'm, I'm literally just riffing right now. I don't have any show notes. I have no idea what I intend to talk about. I really just wanted to sit down today and I wanted to get a feel, get a feel for the new space, get a new feel for the new digs, uh, try and figure out what some of these 4,000 cables go to and how that all connects to the computer on the outside of the booth. That's the only pain in the butt. Uh, when I want to, I, I am my own producer which means I don't have anyone outside the booth to work the computer for me. So I have to go outside the booth, do all the producer stuff, come back in, do all the podcaster stuff, I guess. 
And so it makes it a bit of a process, but it's still so much better than what I was doing before. The mic is better. The tools are better. This is fantastic. And I seriously can't wait. This is going to be all summer. I've got access to this from now to the end of the semester, through the summer, through next semester, through the semester after that. I'm here and I'm so, I, I'm, I, I know I've said it. I know I've said it a thousand times. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But I, this is a dream of mine. I have wanted to be, I, I've wanted to be a legitimate podcaster for so long. Um, I remember back, oh God, when was my first podcast? Let's let's rewind. We got to rewind way back. We got to go whoop, 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 all the way back. All, all the way back. We got to go way back to, geez, the iPhone 4S days. When was that? When did the iPhone 4S come out? Oh, Google, please help me because I know it was a few years after the iPhone 4S came out. Let's check their Wikipedia page here. The iPhone 4S came out in 2011. Okay. So that wasn't so long ago. So my the first time I listened to a podcast must have been 2012 or 2013, uh, which means I've been listening to them for about six or seven or five or six years now. And I remember I literally remember this like it was yesterday. I was sitting on the couch in my living room and, you know, like you do when you're a kid you, or a kid, a millennial kid, uh, <laughs> you're uh, just you just dicking around on your phone, right? Um, I, I'm screwing around on my iPhone and uh, I noticed this podcast app and I've had it for a while. It's a default thing at this point in time on the iPhones and I'd never opened it and I'm like, the fuck's a podcast? Well, let's find out. All right. So I popped this thing open and I'm looking through it and uh, these were the heights. This was the very peak, honestly, um, or at least coming up to the peak of my World of Warcraft days. And one of the first things that, get re that gets recommended to me is uh, Scott Johnson's The Instance. Oh, man. Oh, man. Little did I know. Uh, yeah, so I listened to The Instance and... A couple months later, I was uh, launching my very own podcast, my very first podcast with my friend uh, Nick Walls. It was called Sitting in the Queue. It was also a World of Warcraft podcast because, as I am now, I was a bit of a hack. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh, man, and that was a I mean, I've done some garbage shows. That thing had no... We didn't... We weren't using a mic. It was like a $200 laptop, and we just recorded with a stock microphone built in. Both of us in my kitchen. We were in my kitchen. In my hardwood floor kitchen, talking to this thing. Oh, my God. I mean, I gotta say, the content wasn't bad. Like, we we were kids. It was only going to be so good, but it wasn't terrible. And him and I, we had a decent rapport. I wouldn't recommend, you know, looking up the show or anything because that's it's really not worth it. But it was okay for what it was, uh, for how young I was and how little I knew about um, anything. But yeah, that was my first ever podcast. Uh, and that was all, it was all thanks to Scott Johnson's The Instance. And I've I've been a huge fan of Scott Johnson and the Frog Pants Network ever since. Uh, eventually, I branched off into the Diamond Club, too, and just a couple other various 
various uh, shows out there, but at the end of the day, I always find myself coming back to uh, my first two ever podcasts, which were The Instance and then The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream led me into uh, what's now my favorite podcast of all time, The Jury Show, and that's that's really... Uh, Justin Robert Young, who does The Jury Show, that's what really inspired this. Uh, the Jury Show is a single mic podcast, and uh, I, I really look up uh, to Justin Young, and it's it's one of those things where I'm like, I would I would love to be able to do what he does. I I really I really would love to be able to do what he does. Um, and I was on Twitter one day, and I saw uh, somebody I can't remember who, some podcaster I follow, who was saying, you know, one of the big pieces of advice I give to people who want to get into uh, just internet creativity in general, be it podcasting or art or video making, just do it. Like, just do it, man. Yeah. Okay, so you suck. Does it matter? Like, your first couple things are going to suck. Your first hundred things are going to suck. Your first 200 things are going to suck. It's always going to suck. If you wait for it to not suck, <laughs> you're gonna be waiting a goddamn long time, because uh, I I don't think I I don't know if that time's ever gonna come, and I, I I'm way beyond what he said at this point, but that's how I interpreted it, and it you know it hit me. I'm like yeah, I mean, I could sit around for I I could I could sit around for the rest of my life waiting to feel ready to do a single mic podcast or I could just jump in face first and if I you know smash my face on the concrete so be it at least I did it at least at least I did it for me at least I enjoy what I do uh if if nothing else I enjoy doing this I enjoy the feeling of being behind the mic I enjoy the feeling of working with the file afterwards and that's what's important. And now, after all these years of like, well, let's try sitting in the queue. All right, that didn't work. Um, let's try, I can't even remember what the next one was. Um, was it Geek? No, it was uh, Pokecast. That actually probably one of my most successful projects ever on the internet that I really wish I hadn't let die. Um, it, is, it just, when... Uh, when my uh, when my first when my first co-host dropped out, I managed to find another co-host. And my second co-host sort of uh, he, he sort of drifted away from the scene, and uh, I didn't feel like I could continue it solo. And that 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 actually hurt to let go of. It hurt to let go of Pokecast, but it wasn't something that I could continue to do. And maybe someday it comes back. Maybe someday it doesn't. Um, and since then, I've also tried to. I, I've had the idea for Gladstone for a long time, and I've tried to kickstart it uh, a couple times, and I think I think this this right now this is this is where we hit it. This is where we find what it is, uh, and what it is is I don't care. I don't care what this show is. This show can be anything. It's and I think that's where the disconnect was for me when I was trying to find what it is I should do. I'm like, well, I need some sort of gimmick. I need something to pull people in. I need. I need an idea. I need something original. No, just just do it. Just do it. If you wait for an original idea, if you wait for a gimmick, you're going to be waiting around forever, and it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. 
there's nothing original in the world, especially not with the internet in the way it is. Someone's always done it. So what you've got to do is you just got to get out there and do it, and maybe you do it better, and maybe you blow up, and maybe you don't do it better, and maybe you just flop. But it doesn't matter, because I think this is spectacular, and I'm living my dream right now. Like, I'm here in a legitimate recording studio that I have access to 24-7, and I'm recording my podcast, and that, that is the absolute coolest thing I have ever said out loud to myself alone. (laughs) All right, so that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, like I said, I don't have a whole lot for this show today. Let's just kind of poke around here. I remember, uh, last week I was talking, oh, oh my God, out of left field, bam, slap across the face. How could I forget about this? All right. Next thing, I do actually have one other thing for today. I had the most unbelievable weekend of my college career, if not, if not of my entire life. Um, so for those of you who don't know, and I think that's most of you, uh, because we actually weren't allowed to talk about it until, until Friday, which was well after the last episode came out. Uh, but Rochester Institute of Technology, my college, my home, my, my, uh, my friends, we had the opportunity presented to us by uh, TESPA and Activision Blizzard to host the first ever Overwatch Flash Ops event. And, oh my God. I, I mean, honestly, I words can't even describe not just how excited I am that we got to do this and how excited I am that it went well, but how it, it's how excited I am that something... I helped create actually made it this far that now we get to host an event of this scale. And it was, it was incredible. I, first of all, I've got to thank Tespa and I've got to particularly thank, uh, our new dear Canadian friend, Sarah, uh, for helping us get through this entire event with nary a scratch on us. I mean, we had, we had some things go wrong, uh, but, it was nothing we couldn't deal with. It was nothing we weren't able to deal with as fast as humanly possible. I mean, we we really just clicked on all cylinders, and it was an experience, man. Um, I remember I was frustrated, especially coming up on Wednesday and Thursday, and even on Friday, where it's like, man, they won't let us announce. They won't even let us announce the name of the event. Uh, much less say who it's affiliated with uh, because it was a big secret. We didn't even know until Friday morning when when everyone else was told um, because they didn't want it leaking. And I, I remember just being so frustrated. I'm like, what are they doing? No one's going to show up. No one knows what this is. We're RIT Esports. Sure, we have we have a lot of members, but... Only so many of them are interested in Overwatch, and only so many people that aren't in the club are interested in Overwatch. I can't imagine we're going to get, you know, more than 30 or 40 people at this event, and we've rented out a lot of rooms. 
and I was really concerned because I really wanted this to go well. It was really important to me. Um, it was it was going to be a viewing party. We were going to watch the the Overwatch League matches for the day. We were going to hold a three v three tournament. We were going to do some trivia. We were going to have swag to give away. And I was really excited. And I was really 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 worried. And I was super frustrated because they wouldn't tell us what the event was, and that meant that we couldn't advertise it properly. And I was I had just this horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach. Uh, that it was going to flop, and I was I was terrified. I was genuinely and honestly terrified. Um, but then Friday hits, and they're like, Overwatch Flash Ops. It's an official event, and you guys are getting all this stuff, these huge posters, and I mean, oh my god. I, I, I don't know what it was. In, in that instant, all my worries faded away. They, they just evaporated into nothing. Uh, I, I still didn't know what kind of turnout we were going to get at this point, but I was just, I was just caught up in the excitement. I was so, I was so excited. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm working with Blizzard on something. I'm doing an actual event. I'm like, I'm like, a we're like a legitimate organization now. That's amazing. I remember two years ago, this, this, this club didn't even exist. I was sitting at home. I was sitting at home at my desk. I texted my friend Evan. I was like, hey, dude, you know what's crazy? There's no esports club at RIT. Maybe we should create one. He's like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. What do we want to call it? RIT esports? Yeah, get straight to the point. It'll be easy to brand. And it just went from there. And we just, just snowballed in two years to this huge thing where now we're hosting like a legitimate event. And I was so excited. I, I was just out of my mind and we we were working super hard we wanted to get this set up we wanted to do it we wanted to do it right regardless of the turnout we wanted this to go well we wanted it to be absolutely perfect so come saturday i get up in the morning i go do the stuff i have to do i have work in the morning i go i go do that um i actually end up leaving work early because i know i've got to get over here I am the one who did inventory on all of the equipment they sent us, which means I have to be there to make sure that it gets unpacked and repacked properly. And so I get over here and we're going through the spreadsheets. We're unpacking everything. They sent us these amazing, amazing, unbelievable custom PCs. Uh, for those of you that were at BlizzCon, they're those PCs. You know they're incredible. They're gorgeous. They're uh, water-cooled. They've got 1080s in them. Uh, i7... Eh, they're in a box over there. I can't remember what they're called. Um, one of the i7s. It, unbelievable computers. Um, really spectacular computers. And we set them up in two separate rooms, three in one, three in the other for the 3v3 we uh, had a casting room downstairs where it was all where we were projecting it on the wall. We had the casters off to the left. We had seating. Uh, we opened up the big auditorium. We had the atrium open. The big auditorium was where we were showing the uh, the Overwatch League matches. And oh my god! And we were I I was running up and down the stairs for two and a half hours. Uh, just getting stuff ready, just just before anyone was even showing up, and then uh, 
four o'clock hits. Four o'clock was the start time. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'm 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 deep, 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 deep in in management mode. I'm uh I'm setting things up. I'm going through. I'm making sure everything's connected to the network. We're having issues with the MAC addresses. Well, what's wrong? We don't know. We've got to whitelist them. Blah blah blah. We're going back and forth. And we're getting things set up. Things are finally starting to come together. I'm walking around. I'm like, all right, there's about 30 people here. That's good. Uh, it's not great, uh, but I think this is about the best we could have hoped for. Uh, 4.30, there's 80 people here. I'm like, wow, this is an unbelievable turnout. This is incredible. There's 80 people here. Like, we filled like half this auditorium. That's amazing. Uh, it, it's five o'clock. There's now 120 people here. I'm like, there's still people showing up. What is going on? I can't believe this. Uh, we've got, luckily, uh, one of our managers had the forethought to bring food uh, because we actually hadn't, we had we didn't have the budget to provide food. Luckily, one of our managers who has a food plan through the school had a gigantic amount of extra uh, of extra money to spend from his food plan. So he bought this gigantic spread. We had snacks and cupcakes and it was spectacular. And I genuinely owe him my life. Like I, 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 I want to repay him. I tried to repay him. He wouldn't take it. Um, but, and, oh my God, it was unbelievable. So, and it just keeps going and people keep showing up and there's finally, there's 200 people at this thing and my mind is just melting and I'm talking to one of the other guys who's handling signups and I'm telling him all right well what's the 3v3 look like what's the situation here I want to get the we want to get this out of the way in like two hours so that we have time for the title match we want everyone in the in the auditorium for the title match and he's like I, I don't know man I don't know if it's gonna happen I'm like we've got we've got three hours until the title match the 3v3 starts at five New York Excelsior versus London Spitfire doesn't start till eight. And he's like, I, I don't know if it's going to happen. How many teams do we have? We have 23 teams. And the, <laughs> the world kind of spun to a stop there for a second. I'm like, we have 23 teams. And it's just, it's just 3v3s, but I still couldn't believe it. I, I mean, it was just unbelievable. This was a thing that I was expecting to just flop and the 3v3 was gigantic. It was it was unbelievable. It went the entire time. It went from 5 p.m. square to about 10.30. Uh, like, it went pretty much the entire length that it could have because we had to be out of there at 11. Um, or rather, we shut down the event at 11. We had to start packing up then. Uh, and it went the entire time, and it was, it was unbelievable. And... The people, the people involved weren't just interested in their own matches, and that's what really blew my mind. Uh, the part that really blew my mind it was the fact that people were there for uh, the Overwatch League game, sure, but like we almost had to open up an overflow room from our casting room because we had ninety people in this what, what's essentially a large classroom. Like it's it's a fairly large classroom, but it's still a classroom, and there's ninety people in there, and they're watching the three v threes, and they're cheering, and they're getting into it, and they're having a good time. And I, I, I words cannot express how just utterly amazing, amazing all of that was, and it was really, it was just it was just it was just an incredible event, and it. 
it kind of it kind of changed my perspective of what we're doing um it's really easy to feel like when you're when you when you create something and when other people like it it's really easy to feel like oh well it's just a it's just a thing it's a small thing um you know there's a couple of people that like it um and we we do our thing and we're happy and that's good and that's fine that's good that's great that's amazing you should be enjoying what you're doing but it's so easy to underestimate the power of the people that you do have and there's so many and i don't know if there's if we had more people than i thought we did or if i just didn't realize just the sheer power of the number of people that we actually did have but this turnout was incredible and i i i'm still just sort of running on a high from it <laughs> like it's 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 monday now and i i thought it was tuesday earlier uh actually i thought it was tuesday all day um it's monday it's been 2 days and i'm still i'm still just running on this running on this incredible high and it's i'm so excited and there's still there's still a lot to do i've still got to pack up i've still got to i've still got to do inventory again we've still got to ship all this stuff back to tespa and none of it matters because the event went well and that's all i wanted that's all i wanted was for this event to go spectacularly and it went above and beyond that and i genuinely cannot express enough gratitude not only to everyone that showed up but particularly to the people who helped and they did such an amazing job every single one of them they were all incredible everybody was super responsible about the whole thing i was so i was so nervous um because when you're dealing with esports people uh professionalism is it's a serious concern um like i i'm i'm sure i'm sure you guys have seen like if if you guys have followed any esports news professionalism is an issue um and certain 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 organizations do it better than others EULCS NALCS Overwatch League they all they all project professionalism um but on this sort of grassroots collegiate level it's it's hard to find it's hard to find good professionalism and i think um i think the administration of RIT esports and and the wonderful managers that I work with have done just an incredible job cultivating that professionalism uh and everyone was just so incredible they were so responsible with everything i couldn't believe it i was so scared things were going to get lost we didn't lose a thing the entire inventory is accounted for everything got packed up properly things actually got fixed things that came that were not working were sent away working and it just it it just takes such a gigantic load off my shoulders to know that uh that that we can do this um and the fact that we if we can do this we can do so much more and i'm so so excited ah. all right so i think i think that pretty much i think that pretty much takes us to the end of uh of everything i have i think that's the end of our first ever uh ever show in the new space i i i hope it was good um i i i don't have a way to monitor the audio yet i i definitely moved a lot so <laughs> i'll need to do a little work to make sure the uh, the audio levels are good all the way across um but i think this went really well and i'm 
super, super excited. Oh my God, this is so cool. I, I'm super hyped. Um, I should mention, seeing as I told that entire super long story about RIT Esports, let's, let's just take a minute and get one more plug in. Uh, crowdfunding.rit.edu. Get over there. Uh, RIT Esports is doing a really big crowdfunding push. Uh, every penny helps. Um, it helps us do big events like this. We are at a bit over of a quarter of the way to our $25,000 goal, which blows me away. Uh, 124 supporters, all of which I love dearly. That's absolutely incredible. We've got 27 days left in the campaign. I would absolutely love it. Um, anything you give, as much, even even just a dollar, even just a dollar uh, makes all the difference in the world. Of course, you can also follow me on Twitter at pithpith, P-I-T-H-P-I-F-T-H. And if you have an email, if you want to talk to me, if you want to ask a question, if you just want to hear something ranted about on the show, you can email me. You can email the show at uh, gladstown at gmail.com. Remember, that's Gladstown with two Ds. If you can't figure it out, look at the title card. Look at the name of the file. Look at the art. Like, it's there. I'm sure you can work it out. Uh, Thanks for being here. This is incredible. I'm super excited. I can't wait to do this again. As soon as I have a bit of a better uh, a bit of a better schedule worked out, maybe this summer I'll start live streaming from here. That'll be incredible. Uh, in the meantime, take care of yourselves, and I will see you all next week. Woo!